Hello and welcome to episode 42 of Shoulder to Shoulder Podcast, telling stories from the LAFC community match by match, fan by fan, story by story. Christian and I are joined in studio today by another studio, Next Level Studios is here with us today. We have Martin, Daniel, and Angel from Next Level Studios, the creators of Figgy LA. Welcome to the couch, boys. Hello. Thank you very much for having us. Um, I'm Martin. I'm Daniel. Thank you, Angel. Honored to be here. Well, thank you guys so much for driving all the way out to Shoulder to Shoulder Studios and joining us today. Uh, unfortunately, Chris, the third leg of our cast, is away on business and couldn't be with us, but he will be back in time for the playoffs. But Christian, we got some stuff to recap that's happened in the world of LAFC, despite the fact that we haven't had a game this week. Yeah, no, there's, I mean, there's a lot of action in the league. Um, the first seed for the West and the East are going to have some time off, which is good, especially with some of the injuries. Uh, that some of the players are nursing. We got Dio back. Um, But uh, this weekend, we're going to have everyone but LAFC on the West, New York City uh, FC uh, out of action, but everyone else is going to be playing. So looking forward to that. Are you guys going to watch both days? There's Saturday and Sunday matches. Oh, definitely. Yeah, for sure. There's no way we're going to miss those. I will catch as much as I can. I mean, I think I have my weekend free for that. But, you know, definitely. Especially that Minnesota Galaxy game. Yeah, of course. I unfortunately had to pick Saturday or Sunday off, and the other I had to work. So I chose to work Saturday despite being more right. games so that I can uh, root for Minnesota in the Wonderwall on Sunday. Um, but speaking of injuries, we got good news and bad news. Right. So good news, it looks like Walker is going to be healthy enough to at least uh, – be able to train, and, mm-hmm. and we'll see how the diagnosis goes. Uh, he was diagnosed with a concussion, but it sounds like he does not have any PCS or uh, post-concussive syndrome, um, which is some of the lingering effects of a concussion. So as nasty as that fall and that injury looked at the time, it appears as though his recovery is going well. So fingers crossed that he will be healthy and back in time for our game on Thursday. Uh, also looks like Dio is back with the club. He is back in training, yeah. which, though it has not been announced, I believe means he is clear from the program because I don't believe you're allowed to train as long as you are still ongoing in the program. Right. So uh, wishing all the best to him, and hopefully he is clear of that. Regrettably, we did get some bad news today in yeah. a very, very disappointing USA-Canada game. Looks like Mark Anthony K went down nine minutes in with a hamstring strain. Right. So really hoping that that is not serious and he is going to be back. Otherwise, probably win in the midfield. How do you see it, Christian? Uh, I mean, so I was there for member day this weekend. So going back to what you were saying, Walker was practicing, but away from the team, non-contact. Um, but it was good to see him uh, keeping up his fitness. And then Dio was practicing with the squad, and he looked really good. Uh, was put away some good shots and was, you know, hadn't missed a step is what I saw. Great um, to hear. What were some of the highlights of that day? Tell us about uh, it. It was, it was an amazing day. Like, uh, it was great. I, I got there probably around 10. I think it started right around 9.30, and it was a full session. Um, they most, – most of the people – sat i guess in the northeast corner um and uh, that's kind of where they were set up in terms of practicing and they were running all the drills they were doing you know seven aside uh all kinds of uh sprints so it it was cool because it was them practicing like they typically practice but us being available to uh, be able to watch them it was it was it was a good time i got to see max bredos um ran into him a few times actually grabbed a beer with him and slippy from uh from uh, Lucky's after. Um, I saw the defenders there. I saw um, 
Blake from um, LAFC Central. And then LAO was there, D9U, Lucky's, Cuervos, everybody um, was there. It sounds so, like we have a new capo as well, too, at about five years old. Looks like that kid was having a good time. Yeah. No, it was it was great. And then um, it was very, very well um, uh, run. I think the logistics were better than last year um, because when you got in, you got a ticket that was uh, colored, like with orange, purple, blue, whatever. And then you had a designated corner that you were going to go and have pictures after the practice with the players after they took showers and everything. So that was cool. Um, the corner I was uh, given a ticket for was Beta, Win, and uh, Philip uh, Edumaju. So it was it was a great time. Um, and lucky enough, too, because the lines got really long, but we were just trying to figure out where we were going to go because we didn't know where the purple section was. Right when we walked up there, the practice ended. So we were like 10th in line. So it was a good time. And what was cool, too, is that they had the shield there. So for those that were able to go, you had the ability to take pictures with the shield, supporter shield. And um, not only did you take pictures with the shield, but you made the promo. You were like the star of the promo, dude. It was funny. So I don't, I don't know how that all happened because I didn't see the guy and we took a picture, my wife and I. And then all of a sudden after he's like, oh, tell us about you know your experience today. And we, we said how we felt at that point. You know, it was very raw because it was literally just after being able to take a picture with the shield. And uh, it ended up being in the promo. But, you know, he he did it so with so many people. I've never met him. Uh, but it was cool to be part of, you know, this Twitter sphere. Now, you know, we're both out there and our passion comes through. And I felt cool when I saw the quote. I didn't know it was in the video. I'm like, I remember saying something. <laughs> and then I played the video. I'm like, that's us. It's so weird. It was really weird. Um, anyway. Angel, and, uh, Daniel, Martin, did you guys get to go at all? No, we did not go, um, unfortunately. Yeah, so. Yeah. so we saw it from the Instagram and, and the website. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, it looked like a great opportunity um, to be part of, you know, LAFC. I think and that's one of the things that LAFC is very open with everybody. And, you know, it's awesome, you know, to see, give it the chance to, for the people to be able to hang out with them and being to see, you know, these are usually private, like yeah. you mentioned. And yeah. So it's pretty awesome, you know. They were yeah, very, especially very so, cordial. Yeah. Especially so close to playoffs. It's yeah, that's, yeah, know, definitely. But Martin and I did hold the shield. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah we did. Oh, oh, I didn't get, so I haven't had a chance to, well, I did touch it, but I haven't held it yet. Oh, it's heavy. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to it later, um, right. you know, but definitely it was an awesome experience. That's cool. And that's awesome too, you know, it's a great opportunity with the club and everything so it's it's i mean the the shield has made its rounds and you know it's ours for now until next year so yeah until then we got to take care of it and take as many pictures as we can with it oh now it's got los angeles football club on it the first time the shield has had the words los angeles yes (laughs) Uh, any other time our city was mentioned it was just la on the shield it was not spelled out as los angeles so we got los angeles spelled out on it which was pretty cool and you got to you so you got to see the the shield for the first time up Mm -hmm. in close yeah um it also made a trip out um, over the week as well, too, where we were doing our TIFO painting. Right. The Shield was there with us while we were painting the TIFO as well, too, uh, which I'm really, really excited about. Um, blisters uh, on my knees and definitely pretty sore from from putting in some serious work on the TIFO, but it looks amazing. So uh, shout out to uh, Expos. Uh, Formidable Fernando on Instagram is the one who came up with the design for this TIFO, and I'm not giving nothing away. You're not getting that out of me, but I'm going to tell you right now, it is 
epic. Uh, it is one of my favorite TFOs we've ever done, and this one is going to be really, really cool. Um, but uh, all the guys involved with the execution of that, uh, Gil from Cuervos, and, uh, you know, of course, Mr. Ray Salcedo uh, from D9 put in some some real good work on this TFO. It's beautiful, and everyone involved, uh, hats off, because it's going to be pretty cool. So definitely get there early. Uh, make sure you are there in time and in your seat to get a good view of that TFO when it goes up, because it's sick. Yeah. So but that was pretty cool. Shield was there as well, too. So I'm glad that it's involved in everything we're doing. Right. Um, this is not something that I think many other clubs have done with the Shield. Um, you know, it might have made rare appearances, but the fact that we are getting it out there as much as possible, letting everybody get to touch that first piece of hardware for our first team is something that, look, this club just gets it. They do these things right. Um, I love it. I absolutely love it. Going back to the, the playoff conversation going back to that because you know we're going to get be able to see that uh tifo at our first playoff game at the bank this year um which i'm looking forward to and anxious to find out who we're going to play but before we jump into that game i wanted to see if you guys wanted to um take part in this prediction kind of situation where we'll call out a game and you guys you know let us know what you think or who do you think the the, the winner will be of that match uh, going into the next round of the playoffs yeah let's do it sounds yeah, good far away let's do it all right so the first match of the weekend is going to be atlanta united um versus new england and it's at atlanta united do you guys think new england has a chance i'm i'm gonna go with atlanta i think like yeah. new england came out of nowhere at the end with bruce arena uh, with, with Bo. yeah and i think they have a good squad, and but I think Atlanta comes and and wins this one. All right. Yeah, especially with Joseph Martinez back in yeah. the lineup. Yeah. I really don't see a way that New England can actually break through. I mean, Bruce Arena was has been so great for them so far. Right. But Atlanta is just too strong, especially with with Joseph. So I got to go with Atlanta as well. Got it. I feel like everyone predicts Atlanta is going to win. I think they will win too, but I feel like New England. We'll give them a fight. Yeah. It's going to be a surprise. So you think overtime penalties or you think it's just by one goal? I think overtime. Overtime? Yeah. All right. I have to agree with you on this one, Angel. I do think it's going to be a closer match than people are predicting at the onset. I think everyone's like, oh, Atlanta's just going to steamroll through them. Um, and those are the trap games, right? Um, Arena knows that. I, I think he's smart enough in what he's doing, and he's got that team firing in the right direction. And I think you might be surprised. I, I still think Atlanta's going to win. But, again, I don't think it's going to be the the 5-0, 6-0 that a lot of other people are predicting. But I, I did pick Atlanta to win that game in my bracket. But I think it's going to be 3-2. And I agree it might be uh, an extra time goal um, or even PKs to decide that one. I think Atlanta wins by two. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a safe bet. Yeah. I mean, the stadium, I think, affects that 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 game a lot. Um and it's going to be 70,000 probably. Um, so I, I don't think Atlanta can overcome that. And not only that, they're the better team, Atlanta. They're just more talented on every position. Um, I think they will park the bus, but I I don't think they have the firepower that they need to overcome this team. Even if they get one, I think they win. Atlanta wins 3-1. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right, Seattle versus FC Dallas. This is at Seattle. I think FC Dallas is going to win this game. Really? Um, I I realize that that is a very bold prediction. It is. Um, But I just think, look, you have to have one upset in your bracket. And this, to me, is is the logical upset. I think um, everything in your head tells you that Seattle should win this game. Um, 
But FC Dallas, there's just something about that team that I think they have it in them to pull off the upset here. And so this was my one pick for an upset. Uh, if Seattle wins, am I going to be surprised? No. If I'm right on this, am I going to be surprised? Probably. Yes. But this was the upset Everyone pick is. that I made because y- y- there's always some randomness and something funky that's going to go down. And I just think that, you know, Seattle has had some players out. They haven't had their full squad together as they closed out the season. I think there's going to be a lot of pressure in that stadium. You know, that that fan base has been through a lot this year, and I just don't see them being totally galvanized at the moment. So I think the fan base is a little disjointed. I think the club has had to deal with some odd stuff going on within their roster, and I just think that all of that adds up um, to a 2-1 Dallas win. All right. I feel Seattle's going to win because Roldan and Morris look really good with the U.S. national team. The, probably the two only good players yeah. <laughs> today. So they have their confidence coming in, which will only help the Sounders. And they're playing home, right? They are. They yeah, are so I, yeah. Seattle's going to win. It's my pick. Yeah, you see, that's the thing. They are coming off high, but Dallas is coming off a high as well right now. They just slaughtered the... Who did they, who did they play in the final game of... Oh, yeah, they have 6-0, right? Yeah, they won like 6-0. I can't remember off the top of my head who they played against, but they're... They're coming off a high on their own. Sporting KC. They took out Sporting KC 6-0 on uh, last game of the season. It was win or die for them. And, and again, I think I think that's part of the momentum that they're going to be riding in. Yeah, so they're going to be riding the momentum. And, I mean, to me, that just proved that when the pressure is on, they could really do it. So I don't know if I'm going to go ahead and predict an upset on this one, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than most people give them credit for, maybe even closer than the Atlanta and New England. Well, I mean, if you look at it, if I could just interject for a second. So Seattle ties Sporting KC 2-2 in the game previous to this. Mm. Then FC Dallas comes in and blows them away 6-0. So that's part of what led me to believe that this is the upset, right? I mean, I could be completely wrong and, and probably will be, but... You know, I mean, you got to you got to go with one random. And this was that was the reasoning behind my random, because I was like, well, look, you know, Seattle looked pretty, pretty beatable in that game versus KC and and FC Dallas blew them out of the water. I mean, like two goals in the first 15 minutes. So that's why I think that, uh, you know, momentum's on their side. But who knows? Yeah, I I mean, I agree 100 percent. And like you were mentioning with the U.S. national team, I think. FC Dallas, uh, Cobra also scored for his national team, the Czech Republic. And I think it's going to be an interesting match. And I definitely think FC Dallas is coming off a bigger high, more better high than, than Seattle. So I definitely think FC Dallas wins. I want to say 2-0 or 3-0. I think it's not going to be a close. I, that's that's my, that's my okay. prediction there. I just, look. Like, I just that's what I think. Yeah, yeah. No, that's no, fine. I like it. I like it. I'm You're all not for wrong it. until Saturday. Christian, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Seattle, honestly. And I think home field has a lot to do with it. Um, and it's it's a turf field. It's it's different. It's like fifty to sixty thousand there. Um, so I'm picking Seattle. It, I think it's it's a it's gonna be the reason. FC Dallas was so desperate is because they put themselves in that situation. They were shaky at the end. They had a good final game with to, against a team that had so many injuries and didn't have the best team. Um, so I think they had one of the easier final games to get in uh, out of the ones on the bubble, and they capitalized. I think they got their momentum, and they were at home, and they, they rolled through. But I don't think they can do the same kind of performance at Seattle. Yeah. So I think that's a smart bet and the safe bet, yeah. but I'm, I'm going crazy on Of course. This one. No, no. I, I, I go with more of the, uh, of the logic in my picks usually than like 
the emotional or the story. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but that's how my brain works, I guess. All right, so we'll go back to you with Game 3 yeah, that day, which it. is going to be Toronto FC hosting the Wayne Rooney's of DC United. I'm going to Toronto. You're going to go Toronto yeah, on that yeah, one? Yeah. Why do you think Toronto's taking it down? I think they have a better uh, dynamic trio offensively with uh, Pozuelo, Josie, and, and Bradley. That's That's basically it. Uh, offensively, I think they can generate more. Defensively, they're pretty solid. Um, they're at home, and I I think they're they're probably one of the ones that's going to sneak into uh, the semifinals or finals. Uh, and they, and they could come out of the East. I, I can see them, you know, putting together a good run and being in the championship game. Oh, let's take it to the couch, Martin. What do you think? That's for me the hard one. I think it's going to be a, a tough match, and I think I want to say Toronto by two by one goal. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow. Okay. It, to me, this seems to be like the easiest one for me to pick out. I'd say Toronto all the way. DC, to me, hasn't looked like they've been as great as they were in the beginning, and Toronto has only ramped it up. Yeah. So it, it seems to me like it's an easy call. Yeah. Toronto. Toronto is a solid squad. So that's an easy win for them. They're at home. Yeah. I, I think my decision's already been made at this point. I think to pick. DC United would be to pick a crazy upset that I just we haven't seen anything from them since the beginning of summer that leads me to believe they can win that game. Right? Could they prove us wrong out there? Could Wayne Rooney go out and do something amazing? Sure, um, but I just I don't see that happen. I think his mind's gone ever since he agreed to go to Derby County. That is yeah. true. Actually, yeah. no, you're right. Yeah. I feel like then we beat them. That game we beat them because they were on a winning streak. They haven't been the same. It's true. Yeah. Well, they also had like a contract thing with. Uh, What's his name? They're number 10 before Rooney. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they've fallen apart. That's true. Ever since that and then that game and then him signing with Darby to me, I'm like, uh, there's no real commitment from their star players. Like, they already want to check out and they're there just for the paycheck. Yep. That's true. Maybe I said my decision too early then. (laughs) (laughs) No, you got to stick with it now. No, no, I'm sticking with it. No, I'm sticking with it. You could get the crazy outside. I'm going to get the crazy outside. It's on wax and you can't go back. Uh, all right, so the next game oh, for Saturday will be Real Salt Lake versus Portland Timbers. This is at Real Salt Lake. I can go first on this one. Um, I think this is my upset, which is not really an upset, but Portland, I think, is going to take this one. And for two reasons. I, I think they're good. They're better away from home. Uh, they're going to play on real grass, and I think that helps them for whatever reason. And then I think, well, I want I want the Cascadia Derby. I want Seattle to get through. I want Portland to go up there, and I think – We'll talk about that next week, but I, I think I think Portland will beat them at, at Seattle. I think you just cheated off my paper because you said basically every single point <laughs> that I was about to make as to why I feel Portland's going to win this game. Yeah. Um, I, I, a, I really don't like Salt Lake's style of play, and I just don't want it to work. So there's part of me that just like I just don't like watching their games. They just it's not interesting soccer to me. I hope um, they lose with like a crazy shot off someone's face. That yeah. I want, yeah, and and some karmic retribution was right. the one point that I would throw in yeah. there as to why um, I'm going for the upset as well too. And um, I think Portland's going to take that yeah. down. Boys, Angel, I want Portland to win. Yeah. I want to play Portland. Yeah, I don't like Portland, so I want to beat them. No one does except themselves. <laughs> they played dirty, and they took us out of the Open Cup. Right. So I want revenge. Yeah. I want Portland to win. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I, I, I don't know. I'm a little conflicted about this one because, for one, I don't want Salt Lake to win. Yeah. Just what happened last year. Right. I don't want to see them go past the first rounds because what they did to us. Yeah. At the same time, Portland, 
also took us out of the Open Cup. I don't know. In my eyes, we seem to be developing some sort of a rivalry with them. I could be wrong, but that's the way I see it. Yeah. And I just don't like them, so I, I can't really pick between the two. I wish I didn't have to pick any of them. <laughs> um, but just, I think Portland is the better team. And despite Ralph Salt Lake being a surprisingly high seed, Yeah. I think overall Portland has the capability to do it. Yeah, I think Portland too. And yeah, I want Portland. Wow, so we're unanimous on that one. (laughs) All right, well, let's transition to the two games on Sunday, and we'll start with the morning game. Uh, Let's let you guys on the couch lead us off here. So Philadelphia hosting New Jersey, uh, New York, (laughs) in the first game of the day. Uh, Who do you guys think is going to take it down? I think Philly. I think Philly will take it. Yeah, I got to agree with Philly as well. Um, I might be a little bit biased because I have one of my coworkers who's from Philadelphia. <laughs> I kind of sort of want to see them do good. And the fact that they've been doing good this season is a little surprising because I haven't really heard, like, you don't normally hear about Philadelphia Union. Right. Um, so I want to see what they're capable of. I would like to see them face a tougher opposition um, than the Red Bulls. I guess I'll be honest, I don't, not the biggest fan of the Red Bulls. So I'm, I'm going to pick the Union for this one. Yeah, I'll pick the Union as well. They have Marco Fabian, which is a fellow Mexican, Mm -hmm. which I want to see him do something in the playoffs. So that's my pick. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you guys on that one. I I just don't see. I mean, I think uh, the energy drinks uh, are going to, uh, (laughs) you know, they're going to try and park and counter. And again, I I don't want that style to win. I really like Philadelphia's style of play. It's got a very Germanic influence on it. Um, You know, it's got that Bundesliga sort of style approach to the game. Um, You know, they almost play more like a Red Bull team you would think of in Europe than actually the Red Bull team here plays like. Um, I think they're the better team talent-wise. I think they're the better team coaching-wise, and they have a better system, uh, and the game is in Philadelphia. Barring some complete collapse offensively on their part and, you know, some golazo from, from, you know, Red Bull. I just don't see any way in which they get through Philadelphia. I think this is one of the most interesting games. Um, Red Bull does try to play like Red Bull in Germany. And the fact that they don't even like to keep the ball that much, they would rather give it up and they'd rather win second balls and boot it up uh, and play this, like, bring down and... Uh, wait for the others to catch up and kind of play like a, a back-to-the-goal center striker situation. So I, I can see New York making this a close game. I wouldn't be surprised if they win. I still think Philadelphia is a better team 1-11, uh, through 11, but I think it's going to be closer than we think, and it might be a one-goal difference. It might go to extra time. I can see New York Red Bulls actually taking this one too. Wow. Because well, right. this is, this is a, I think, a perfect matchup where one, player, one team wants the ball, the other one doesn't want the ball, and they want to just sit and counter. And that's that plays perfectly into both teams' kind of mantra. It's almost like if LAFC played this a similar type of uh, Minnesota type type team where they're just sitting back there. So I think I think something like that can happen where there's an upset in that matter. All right. Well, we're gonna come back to you yeah. because speaking of Minnesota, yeah, I don't know if you heard this or not, but they're playing the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in the final in game, 5:30 p.m. Pacific time. On Everybody Sunday. get your Wonder Wall ready because Minnesota is going to be hosting Carson. So who you got in that game, amigo? I think it's Minnesota three two. I think this is going to be a a, a goal fest. Not a lot of defense, um, at least from the Galaxy. And <laughs> and I'm only going on trend. And you know, hats off to them if they can have a good day. But 
I'd say back-to-back games giving up four goals against two teams that aren't even in the playoffs. I don't think that's well for confidence defensively. Offensively, they can score goals, but I think Minnesota has enough firepower to to do both, play defense and also score on you. So um, they've been leaky, and I I would prefer the Galaxy. I want LA Derby, um, but I I haven't been convinced. So that's my takeaway. Couch, what do you think? I think the question is who do we want versus who you who might who actually will win. I want the Galaxy. I mean, I, I think I think everyone does. I, I want the Galaxy, and I mean, I want to beat them finally. Um, but I think Minnesota wins this one as well. Um, like you know, like you mentioned, I think it's gonna be a goal fest. It might be a three-two, four-three. It's definitely gonna be a, a lot of goals. Just hardly in defense played. So, yeah. um, but I want the Galaxy. Uh, if Galaxy can do something, I guess yeah. they haven't done. Pull the upset. Pull the upset. Yeah. You know, and and get to play us. I'll be amazing. Yeah. Uh, but I think Minnesota wins. Daniel. Yeah. Plus, on top of that, it will be a great story. I mean. Yeah, we play Carson in the semifinals. We finally beat him to go to the finals and then ultimately win MLS Cup. That would be an amazing story. But I don't like Carson. <laughs> or Galaxy. Um, and I don't want them to pass. I got to go with Minnesota. My heart wants to go with Minnesota. My, my brain thinks Minnesota. It's just Minnesota for me all the way. I think Galaxy wins. Because I think they're just looking at it. They just get through Minnesota. Minnesota and then we have LAFC and to them we're easy game so to them if they just beat Minnesota they're through to the final so I think they will step it up against Minnesota and win I think the players don't think it's an easy game honestly because they were so tired and they, they felt lucky that last game um, so I, I think the fans think it's an easy game because we haven't had a victory against them but we also haven't lost at the bank yeah um so, you know, we had a bad 15, 20 minutes, and they still couldn't hold a three-goal lead. Like, think yeah. about that. Yeah. You know? So yeah. that's why I don't I don't think defensively, even on their best offensive days, they they can necessarily help the the offensive side of the, of the team. So um, I, I agree with you, though. I want the Galaxy. That's what I want. <laughs> the 24th is the day before my birthday, before I go on my vacation, and I want LA Derby, and I want a win. And then I want to be sent off into Mexico that way. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna say that it's gonna be five four. Wow. Carson wins it. Wow. wow. Um, I think it is gonna be an absolute goal fest. I don't think either defense is gonna show up. Um, Carson's defense. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe they've shown up for preseason yet. Yeah. Um, so I, I definitely do, I haven't seen anything to lead me to believe that that Carson's defense is gonna show up. Uh, I do think the Zlatan-Pavone combination has been getting better. Um, And I think that they are going to pair for all the goals in this game for the most part. Um, I definitely think that's going to be effective against Minnesota. I think Alessandrini might get minutes too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And with him back as well too, I think Carson edges it out. Uh, That's definitely going to make for some sleepless nights from Sunday to Thursday. Um, and that's going to put so much on this game on Thursday. I must be good. Time up. <laughs> I won't be. I won't be happy. Um, you know, I mean, the one thing that could dethrone every single accomplishment LAFC has had this season. I mean, points record, Shield, Vela, all of that completely disappears 
if we lose to Carson in the playoffs, yeah. right? So, I mean, from from a storytelling standpoint, um, you know, as Matt Ross, you know, from YouTube TV said last week, he loves a good story. And certainly the story of an L.A. Derby, you know, of the 110 Classic is going to be a much, much better story uh, than the Wonderwall coming to L.A. But um, there's, there's, a, there's a huge pitfall there for us. Now, obviously, the story's completely reversed, right? If, if we absolutely trounce them in that game and, and it becomes our first victory against them and we go on to claim the cup, then the power in Los Angeles completely shifts to the city proper um, and, and we get to take them off, off of their high horse, right? I mean, no. it just it becomes so monumental, so much rides on that match at that point. Um, and in those really, really high-pressure games like that, um, you know, when we get put to the test like that, we haven't always stepped up. Um, and so so there's, there's uh, to me, yes, I want the Galaxy and I want to beat the Galaxy if I could pick how it plays out on paper. But in the same respect, if everything goes south, then that would be the worst single moment as an LAFC fan. Right. I mean, so so there is so much riding on that game. So to ask for that to happen and, and to see it go down that way, um, I think that's what's going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to beat them. We're going to take the power. It's going to come back to us. And and there's going to be all that behind it. But I just think that that it just there's too much behind it. And so I think I do think the Galaxy are going to pull it off. I think there's going to be a questionable penalty in this game. I think there's probably <laughs> going to be a questionable no call for a penalty in this game as well, too. I definitely think referees are going to play a bigger role in the Minnesota Carson game um, than they will in any other game. And I just have a feeling that Carson are going to get the benefit of those calls and they're going to get yeah. through that game. And that's just that's just how I see it playing out. Uh, and then they're going to come to the bank yeah. and get absolutely obliterated. <laughs> so, you know, that's our MLS um, round one uh, playoff preview. So I want to say thanks to Martin, Daniel, and Angel for contributing to that. Um, Stay Thank tuned you. for episode 43, where we're going to go into how Figgy um, came about and what each one of your roles is. So with that, take us home, Sticks.